partieron por aquí Que he soñado con su risa Que he pasado por su casa Que ha venido porque quiere ser feliz Canta corazón Que el amor de mis amores ya está aquí Buenos días y buenas tardes Aquí estamos en Guadalajara, México Good morning and good afternoon to all the listeners around the country and wherever you're at, whatever country. It's a good pleasure to have all of you here. Uh, we are talking to you live from the Starbucks Cafe at Mariano Otero, La Calle Mariano Otero. And we would like all of you to listen carefully because we have some special guests today. Uh, most of them are teachers uh, from the United States, some from Mexico. And they're here uh, in Guadalajara on our program called Aventura Cultural, sponsored by the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. We would like to thank them for sponsoring this radio program and also all the departments of the University of Colorado who are involved in sponsoring the program. And we also invite you to email us whenever possible uh, about your opinions about the, the show that we have. It's all about world languages. And we talk about on the show all world languages, not just Spanish, but all languages. And I would like to also thank uh, Marge Mystery, who is not able to be with us today, uh, for her help. And normally she's at the foot of Pikes Peak in the radio station. So without further ado, I present to you our first guests. And they happen to be Lisa and Sara. And they're going to talk to us a little bit about what uh, they do. Uh, Lisa, uh, Lisa Miller, would you like to start and tell us where you're from, etc. Yeah, uh, right now I'm living in Indianapolis and I'm attending the University of Indianapolis um, Master's in Teaching program. So I'm not yet a teacher, but I'll be starting my student teaching this fall. Um, and I'm Sarah, and I live in Indianapolis also, and I just completed my first year of teaching at Cardinal Ritter High School on the near west side of Indy. And I teach Latin and Spanish. Now, um, what has brought you to young and interesting teachers to Guadalajara, Mexico? Um, well, I became really interested in the program because I'm primarily, when I first accepted the job, I was primarily a Latin teacher, but I have a background in Spanish and my bachelor's degrees in Spanish. And my principal wanted me to take on more responsibility, more sections of Spanish classes. And I thought, great, I love the language, I would love to teach it. But I just kind of wanted that bump because it had kind of uh, laid dormant for a while, too long. So I really just wanted something quick, something, um, something that would really increase, bring back what had been asleep so to speak, for the last uh, few years, and it's just been really great, and along the way, just learning methods that I've used in the classroom. Yeah, I'm similar in that sense, too. I haven't spoken Spanish for about five or six years now, and with student teaching coming up this fall, I really wanted to be able to practice, and being here in Guadalajara, we were speaking Spanish all day long, um, no English at all, so it's, it's been tough and exciting, but we've learned, both of us have really learned a ton just since we've been here 10 days or so. Now, we are doing this in English because most of our listeners uh, in the United States speak English, and a lot of them don't speak Spanish, they speak all languages, but in a little bit we'll have Lisa and uh, Sara talk a little bit in Spanish, and you can see how good they've gotten since they arrived uh, in Guadalajara. Um, one of the things I always like to ask people is... Um, 
the teachers is what's the best way that you see to teach language in, in 2011? In other words, if you let's say you were trying to teach students to speak Spanish and you wanted them to speak, how would you go about that? Would you use a lot of technology? Would you use a blend, a mix of things? How would you do that? Um, I personally, personally try to use a mix of things. Technology is a huge thing because kids respond to it like nothing else. I mean, that's their entire life outside of school, so why not make it an integral part inside of school? They're always plugged in, always. So one great way is um, to use things like Skype and YouTube where they want to interact with native speakers. Um, it's more than just speaking, reading a dialogue on a piece of paper. It's talking to somebody. I think technology is used, and I think it's only going to get um, more complex and greater and more useful. And we only kind of scraped to be iceberg. Lisa, what about you? Um, yeah, I mean, having not yet been in the classroom for that long, um, I can just say that I'm a huge advocate for technology in the classroom, and I know that I'm going to be using a smart board this fall, which um, Sarah knows what's on about, but basically it allows you to um, interact with the students even more, um, and also just giving them what, what they're used to and allowing them to even advance their own um, technology. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. And then also just trying to get down to the students' level and doing things that are exciting for them that want to get them um, to speak. And that's about it. <laughs> you have to look like you're enjoying yourself, too. If I'm up there, just kind of monotonous day after day. I mean, that's not inspiring to anybody. So why would they want to see when the teacher doesn't even look like he or she is enjoying? So what have you liked best about the Mexican culture? Everyone is so kind. They are the family that Sarah and I are staying with are absolutely amazing. They have grandkids, and um, two of their daughters are always at the house, and it's just it's been really fantastic. Everyone's so warming. Um, I think that's my favorite part. The maestros we've been working with, all of the teachers, they've also been fantastic and really reached out to us and helped us out on, on our language and just learning more about the culture. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree just going off of that, just the warmth and the closeness. And I just feel like in this city and the Mexican culture in general, there's this unity and this community that's really close-knit strong and very proud, very proud of their heritage and their history, and you can tell when they see it, you know, our uh, maestros have been telling us about the history of the city, it's just a lot of pride. So would you like to put a plug in for your schools? For our schools? Yeah, something really neat about Ritter High School, what would you say? Um, the reason I'm at Ritter is kind of what I was just saying about the Mexican culture, is that it's a family. My, my coworkers are more like my brothers and sisters. And being a family, you know, you get to know people and the support system's always there. And I'll say my principal's one of the best principals. I had worked in education prior to this and my principal is one of the best principals and I supported 
the most supportive people I've ever Wonderful. And Lisa, what would you say about U of I, University oh, of Indianapolis? I absolutely love it. I, I did my undergrad work at the University of Michigan, which is a humongous school. I didn't get a lot of one-on-one contact with my teachers, and right now at University of Indianapolis, that's exactly what I, I do have now. Um, it's very personal. I know them very well. Um, they're fantastic teachers. They're teaching me how to teach, and um, I just I have nothing but wonderful that is wonderful and we would like to move on now with a little conversación que estas dos van a hablar un poco de no sé qué pero pueden charlar unos minutos en una conversación bien está bien para hablar vale bien Para mí, por ejemplo, soy vegetariana, pero es que no es, no es una dificultad encontrar comidas muy ricas, porque hay frutas, verduras que no existen en los Estados Unidos, que son riquísimas. Las frutas y verduras son muy frescas, ah, y hay muchos que antes de este viaje nosotros no he um, comido ¿no? Sí. y también uh, la comida aquí es, es muy picante so, <ríe> si no quieres com comer algo picante no sé si vas a gustar hay cosas bueno 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 Muchas gracias eh, por todo y por estar con nosotros hoy, ¿vale? Y que pasen un día fabuloso. Gracias. Y vamos a vernos en un, unos minutos, ¿verdad? Porque van a cantar para ustedes, ¿eh? Todo el equipo. Ok, bien, nos vemos. Gracias. Ok, we're back here live in Guadalajara with two more guests for coming to you today. Thursday, June 29th. Uh, I'm sorry, when... Es jueves, ¿verdad? Sí, es jueves. Perdón. We're on Wednesday. You can see that we're running up, way ahead of ourselves. We're on Wednesday here, June 29th in Guadalajara, 82 degrees outside. And we're here with two special guests who also are teachers on our Aventura program. And we would like to welcome them uh, to the show. And they're going to tell you their names and where they're from. And they are from an interesting place that I bet most of you have never been to. So, and they're going to tell you why it's important to study languages uh, where they're from as well. And uh, without further ado, uh, I present to you Sally and Mari. Okay? Uh, Sally, first, would you like to tell your name, where you teach at, and uh, why, you're on the, why you're here in Guadalajara? Estamos hablando en español o en inglés? No. We, we are talking in English okay. for a while. Okay. And we'll do Spanish in a little bit too. But we're talking Spanish and English mostly because the, it's called Tom's World Language Cafe and we do all languages. So our listeners are all languages. They're not just Spanish. And most of them, uh, quite honestly, are English speakers. So uh, we do English and then we'll do some Spanish too. Okay? Okay. So, no, de todo. Okay, bien. Un poco de todo. Así es. Okay. Now, so tell us about yourself, where you're from, where you teach at and uh, all those things, okay? Um, I'm Sally and I 
I'm from Montana, Haver, Montana, which is in north central Montana. I teach at the middle school, and I teach three classes of Spanish and two of English. Okay. Imari? I'm Marie Deegan. I also am from Haver, Montana. I teach at the high school. Right now, I am the only uh, Spanish teacher at the high school. I have six classes in four levels of high school Spanish. I have taught there for 20 years, just completed my 20th year. Okay. Um, now, what about Montana? Tell us a little bit about Montana. What kind of state is it? Because a, a lot of people have never been to Montana. It's a state of many contrasts. It's the fourth largest state size-wise, but I believe the probably 45th in population. So there's lots of space for a few people. Uh, cold, cold, cold in the winter and occasionally pretty warm in the summer. Lots of variation. Mountains in the west, lots of beautiful scenery, flat plains in the east, seven different Indian uh, reservations, or I believe 12 different tribes, maybe more. And we have, uh, we're a, a state of immigrants and a state of natives. Right. Um, there are more cows in Montana than there are people. <laughs> it's, a, it's an eat beef state for sure. Um, it is very um, high on tourism, um, especially with the entrances to Yellowstone National Park and um, Glacier in the, in the north. So it's a very big tourist destination. Uh, most Montanans are very proud of their state because they can um, get in the, out to the great outdoors and have a good time fishing, hunting, hiking. Uh, Skiing, snowmobiling, water sports. Yeah. Um, what I know that, um, and you've done a wonderful job of speaking Spanish all the time. Everybody has, actually. Uh, I don't think we've said anything in English since we got her to our program, and that's so that everybody can understand, especially the English speakers only, um, and French speakers and whatever the no English and German. Um, one of the um, questions that kind of interesting to me is what have you what have you seen in Mexico as far as the culture that would that you maybe you had some beliefs about how Mexican culture was but when you've got here you've seen different things that have surprised you that you thought boy this is kind of different you know something different that, than you expected or have you seen anything that has been different or did is it pretty much the culture like you thought it would be Mexicans drive a lot faster than I thought they would. And they also talk a lot faster than I thought they would. But uh, my impression is that um, their uh, courtesy is uh, just common, very common around here. And that's very refreshing. I like how kind and helpful Mexicans are and patient with me. Great, great observations. Fabulous. And what else, uh, Marie? Well, for me, uh, when you watch movies or TV shows, there's always a joke about the person who couldn't get into the American medical school, so they went to Guadalajara for four years. Well, the first night I was here, I had to take a trip to the emergency room. They were very fast in their service. They were very courteous, and uh, I, I felt that they did me well. So the jokes about uh, Americans going to Guadalajara because it's a lesser program, I don't believe home to. Now, what about... Um 
a funny story. Can you tell me a funny story that has happened here or any trip you've been on traveling? Sometimes some silly things happen. Uh, can you, any, either one of you think of anything silly that may have happened? Well, this is the third trip that Sally and I have taken together. We've had two uh, trips that we've taken with our students to Europe. And uh, we've gotten to where we travel pretty well together. But uh, we were in, I believe, Barcelona, Spain a couple of years ago. Sure enough, we end up on a topless beach. And the kids all want to know, have you ever Sunday topless? Well... I'm, I'm the, of the three of us that were there. I'm the more timid. These guys are from the, the 60s generation. <laughs> they had to say yes. So it was it was the way that the kids reacted, or maybe it was the way I reacted. I don't know. <laughs> Made it a little silly. So you would say that there's there, there are funny things that happen, right? When you travel, there's always some silly thing or something that you anticipate is not going to happen, even if it isn't funny, happens, and it, and it makes every day a true adventure, right, and when, when one travels. Um, so I would like you now, let's see if you can say, you can talk about whatever you want. What would you like, Kate Tema, what, what, what team would you like to talk about? Algo, la familia aquí, donde están viviendo, quieren hablar de la familia, okay. Okay, let's, vamos a escuchar, eh, a ver cómo son fabulosas estas dos que hablan muy bien, okay, vamos. Ahora en español, eh. Sí. ¿Empiezas? Pues la familia, me gusta la familia muchísimo. Um, la madre, Frania, es muy simpática. Y anoche, anoche, fuimos um, con Frania al cine. Y el, la, la película era en... Inglés, pero titulado en español. Y ella ríe tanto como nosotros. Era muy divertido. También, Frania es muy buena cocinera. Oh, magnífica. Muy, muy simpática. Y el padre Carlos también es muy interesante. Siempre nos preguntó de nuestros días y cómo qué pensábamos de todo y él tiene un buen sentido de humor también sí. es, es divertido vivir con con la gente tan interesante tan uh, no sé, tan uh, alivio bueno, muchas gracias por estar con nosotros, ¿eh? Ha sido un gran placer y tenerlas como aquí invitadas bien. Y si ya me parece que ustedes están disfrutando de todo, ¿eh? Bueno, gracias. Ok. Gracias. Moving along with our program live from Guadalajara, México, here at Starbucks on Mariano Otero Street, live, 82 degrees outside in Guadalajara. Lots of activity in the city, and we're happy to be here live from Guadalajara, as we mentioned, the Tom's World Language Cafe. We think it may be one of the first times that there's been a live broadcast out of the country like this. So uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and we welcome our next two guests. Uh, the first guest is Christina uh, Powell from uh, Indianapolis, and she's going to tell you all about herself, what she does, 
uh, family, whatever, in, uh, in a minute. And our, our other guest is uh, Juan Manuel Rivera from San Luis Potosí. Juan Manuel is here uh, helping me a little bit. Uh, he came over from San Luis. And Juan Manuel, in the past, um, uh, we worked together quite a bit in San Luis Potosí uh, a few years back at teacher immersion programs. And so uh, he's helping us as well over here with our teacher program uh, in Guadalajara. So we're going to start with Christina. And we'd like Christina to give her name, her school where she teaches, tell us two or three neat things about her school, her family, um, and also, uh, and then we'll have some more questions, okay? And, and again, you can talk in English for a while because most of our listeners are English speakers at Tom's World Language Cafe, and we do all languages. And so, and a little, at the end, we'll do a little Spanish too, okay? My name is Manuel Rivera, I'm a photographer. Mi nombre es Manuel Rivera, soy fotógrafo, también soy maestro en niveles de bachillerato y secundaria en San Luis Potosí. I also teach high school in San Luis Potosí, México. Y eh, también he colaborado en otros con otros grupos de Estados Unidos, de estudiantes, y también he colaborado y, en grupos con maestros de, de los Estados Unidos que aprenden... And he's collaborated with groups in the United States, uh, educational groups as well, okay? Christina, uh, tell me what you like about the program, the Aventura program, um, and why you're here. Um, the most important thing um, about being here in Guadalajara is living the language. Um, I've learned so much about culture just from being here, watching people, listening, um, paying attention to details. There are just so many things you can learn in a book, but I've learned uh, a lot since I've been here. Um, so, um, is the culture pretty much like you thought it would be? Actually, I have been around many Hispanic people, so it's, it is. There are some, some subtle things that I've learned about the culture and customs that you can't learn in textbooks or from not living in a particular place. Well, I want to tell you it's an honor to have you on the program as well, because you are a great student in Spanish, and it's a, big, a wonderful honor to have you in, in our program. Uh, also, I, I think something fun just happened about your daughter, right? It's in high school, right? What happened there? Some neat thing. She just, didn't she just graduate? Yes, my daughter just graduated, and it's interesting that she was in my Spanish class for two years. And maybe a Spanish teacher, or at least a major. She is going to be a Spanish major that's followed by you. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, Juan Manuel, um, dinos algo de, de esta cultura mexicana y de la comida mexicana. Vamos a hablar de comida. ¿Cuál es tu comida preferida? Mi comida 
prefería son las enchiladas potosinas. Uh, uh, Juan Manuel likes uh, enchiladas from San Luis Potosí, ¿verdad? ¿Y por qué? Porque, bueno, es un platillo típico de, de mi tierra, San Luis Potosí, y el cual es, es de mi agrado a, a comparación de los demás platillos, pero la cocina mexicana es muy rica. He likes, really likes Mexican cuisine, especially food that comes from San Luis Potosí. Um, tell us uh, about uh, San Luis Potosí. What kind of city is that? ¿Qué tipo de ciudad es San Luis Potosí? San Luis Potosí es una ciudad que se encuentra ubicada en el centro de la República Mexicana. Es una ciudad colonial. It's a colonial city. And uh, ubicada en donde? La parte norte central, ¿verdad? See, north central part of Mexico. Uh -huh. and, and what else? Es una, es una ciudad en la que la gente es eh, aún muy provincial, pero también es una ciudad que crece y que tiene mucha tecnología en su industria. Mm -hmm. It's a growing city, and, and, and a lot of things happening there, technology-wise. A lot of things, right, in San Luis. Um, The, um, en, en tu opinión, de todas las ciudades en México, ¿cuál es tu ciudad favorita? Mi ciudad favorita es Guadalajara. Ok, bueno. And the question was, what was your, is your favorite city in Mexico? And it surprised me, and Juan Manuel said it was Guadalajara. Ok. So, entonces tú ya sigues mucho este equipo de las chivas, ¿verdad? And Juan Manuel said, an ardent fan of the Las Chivas, the soccer team, one of the two soccer teams, here in Guadalajara, right? Okay, now, then he just tells me he likes the Chivas, but it's not his team. He follows the Pumas uh, of Mexico City. That's his favorite team. Es, es una. Uh, de la Universidad. It's from the University of Mexico City. Okay, bueno. Entonces, ya hay una cosita que, um, anybody, lo que vamos a hacer es tener conversación por un minuto entre ustedes, ¿ok? Ustedes dos. Y Cristina quiere mostrar um, su español, que es fabuloso. Y ustedes van a hablar, ¿vale? Ustedes dos de cualquier cosa por un minuto, ¿vale? Aquí vamos. La escuela secundaria en México se divide en tres grados. Eh, en estos tres grados se manejan materias como las matemáticas, la química, la biología, el español, eh, artísticas, deportes, física, química, biología, laboratorio y talleres que van a la par de las materias, talleres como dibujo, tiro grabado, entre otros. La mayoría de los estudiantes toman clases de idioma extranjero. El idioma extranjero que se toma en México es en inglés, desde, desde kinder hasta el bachillerato. ¿Todos los estudiantes tienen posibilidad? No, no es opcional. Aquí en México se maneja el inglés como una lengua oficial, una segunda lengua. Existen colegios, institutos que manejan otras lenguas como el francés, alemán, 
Ahora, eh, la Escuela de Turismo en la Universidad es una carrera que está tomando auge porque ya están viendo que es necesario fomentar el arte mexicano, la cultura mexicana en otros lugares. Es por ello que se especializan los chicos en, en turismo. Ahí muestran gastronomía, arte, todo lo que es la cultura hacia los, hacia los países Ok, muy bien hecho, eh, de parte de ustedes, eh, impresionante. Uh, wonderful listening to you guys, and I hope some of our listeners can figure some of it out. Um, we'd rather have maybe 30 or 40 people here in, listening in Spanish. So, ok, well listen, mil gracias, eh, por estar con nosotros en este día fabuloso aquí en Guadalajara, México. Eh, espero que puedan volver algún día al show para hablarnos más, ok? Thank you very much. Okay, bye. Continuing on with our show live Wednesday, June 29th here in Guadalajara, Mexico at the Starbucks Cafe on Margen Otero Street. Beautiful day in Guadalajara, 82 degrees. And uh, lots of activity here in Guadalajara in October are the Pan Am Games. They're going to be live from Guadalajara. And uh, we uh, would like to welcome to our show now as we move along. Uh, two guests uh, who both are Mexicans and from Mexico, and we're going to find out about these two uh, wonderful people here in a minute. Um, and the first guest um, that I'm going to present in, in, in a few minutes here is um, Marcela Ruiz, uh, who is the director of the Mexican Teachers and our Aventura Cultural Program, uh, and uh, also um, a very famous dancer and dance instructor who formerly danced with the Ballet Folklorico in Guadalajara. And um, also Angelica, who uh, is, is studying and is just about finished and uh, with her, her classes at university. And she's going to tell us what she does. And uh, uh, her brother uh, used to um, uh, also uh, work with our program. So we're going to find out a little bit about um, what, what's really going on in Guadalajara, Mexico, etc. Okay, so Marcela, can you tell us a little bit about yourself where you um, studied and what you do today, and uh, start off with that and about your family, okay? Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm a celebrist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I try to talk about my life mm -hmm. uh, and my teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I finished my, uh, my profession. Mm -hmm. It is about tourism, and I continue to study and teaching. And it, at the moment, I stay working with Thomas here in Guadalajara every year. And I want to mention about the Aventura Cultural, that is fantastic. And we're working a lot about it, and it's a, a wonderful program about about in Spanish immersion. Okay, now uh, tell us a little bit about dance and why you like to dance. Because Marcela is an incredible dancer and a great dance instructor and a great dancer. Why do you like to dance so much? 
okay, this is my passion. And well, I I I have I have had a very good experience about my dancer life. And when I was when I was four, I practiced folkloric and Spanish and flamenco dance. And after I practiced only folkloric dance. And I I felt better dancing folkloric dance, and uh, I I dance professional dance in 16 years, and I say bye 10 years ago. Now I teach dance, and I I have had. Uh, a ballet, a ballet folkloric since 1987. Okay, now, I'm going to ask you a question. Why is it so important to learn another language? So, why is it so important to learn another language? Um, Angelica, primero, you can talk about it and we'll come back to you. Para más, más detalles, ¿por qué es importante? Yo creo que es importante hablar otro idioma por, porque la sociedad no lo exige hoy en día para crecer eh, como persona y para crecer en la sociedad debemos ya saber un idioma diferente. Now. Marcela is going to translate. Vas a traducir en inglés, okay? Here's a summary of what she said, okay? Right. Um, Angelica said that it's important to know uh, other language um, because uh, it's, it's specific uh, to know and or more about our culture mm -hmm. and. Okay. Ahora, Angélica, si puedes, puedes decirnos algo de tu familia y, y lo que tú haces. Sí. Yo es... Uh, the question is, she's going to tell us about her family, what she does. Okay? Soy estudiante universitaria. Estudio la carrera de trabajo social. Eh, tengo tres hermanos y actualmente estudio y trabajo. Mm -hmm. Okay, Marcela, a quick translation. Yeah. She said that uh, she's studying in the university the, about trabajo social. Mm -hmm. Social work. Social work. Mm -hmm. She has three, two sisters and one brother, and now is working and studying. Okay, um, Angelica, what? Tell us um, why you really like teaching because you help our program a lot. You come to every day. You have this interest. Why do you like teaching? Es decir, vienes cada día para ayudarnos y sé que te encanta. ¿Te gusta mucho ser maestra? ¿Y por qué? Bueno, me gusta mucho enseñar el español y nuestra cultura mexicana porque me, 
me agrada y amo mi cultura y me gusta que la demás, las demás personas y nuestros, eh, nuestros hermanos de Estados Unidos sepan eh, nuestra cultura y cómo vivimos los mexicanos y me encanta que sepan nuestro idioma. Ok, translation, Marcela. Okay. Um, Marcela, t tell us a little bit about where you teach at. Marcela is a wonderful teacher, and I've met her students, and her students love her, and they adore her, and she works incredibly hard, and she helps all of her students, uh, and is quite an incredible teacher. And uh, tell us about and uh, what you do. And I visited her school a few days ago, and uh, got to see some of the, the, the students and all the great work that Marcella does with her students. Uh, tell us a little bit about where you teach, etc. Okay. Well, I teach in the University of Guadalajara and another another university, and it's important for me to teach. Uh, yeah, I teach about the history, and I love to teach in uh, where I teach well. Uh, I teach in four or five different schools, and I work all day. <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, I that the more important thing for you teach is be passionate and is the same in English because you, uh, for example I have to practice more English I never practice <laughs> I'm sorry about my English but I have to practice more my but it is it's important to communicate all the time and the, the different students uh, have to know more about the language and, and about the English language and when, when, one more thing, all groups are 40, 40 or 50 students in, in each class. And it's important to know this part. Because in the United States, it is about 20, 30, but here in Mexico, it's 40 or 50 in each class. So, you people out there who are worrying about your class size, in Mexico it's 40 to 50 and sometimes 60 students in a class. And Marcela brought up that we always talk about, you have to have a passion for teaching. So, um, the future teachers out there, the word, the key word is passion, right? To have a passion for what you guys are doing. Okay, now, um, muchas gracias, eh? for estar con nosotros, eh? Thank you very much for being with us. And um, Angelica, gracias, eh? For estar con nosotros. Y si ustedes quieren volver algún día a hablar, tal vez podamos arreglar algo, okay? Gracias, gracias. Y entonces vamos a cantar en un rato, ¿verdad? Siete minutos más, ¿ya? Sí, agradecemos también que nos escuchen. Y un saludo a todos los que nos escuchan en este momento. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's right. Thank you from uh, Angelica and Marcela.
Thanks for listening, and thank you for being with us, eh, you guys. And you're all welcome to come to the, uh, Mexico anytime. Okay, mil gracias, okay? Continuing on, here we are live again, coming to on Thursday, June, or Wednesday, excuse me, June 29th, 29 de junio, aquí en Guadalajara, México, en la calle de Mariano Otero, en el Café Starbucks, aquí en vivo, and we're live from Guadalajara, Mexico, and we're happy all of you listeners are here, and we have our next guest, who happens to be our last guest, we have a couple surprises for you after that, uh, and his name is Christopher, and he's going to tell you about himself, hablar uh, un poco. And he's going to talk in English, Espanol, a little bit of both. Okay? Cristobal? Yeah. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Christopher. I'm studying tourism in the University of Guadalajara. And I, uh, it's a pleasure to work with Tom. And it's so interesting to be here with him. And, and I like you. Uh, Chris, I have a, a, a question for you. Why do you think it's important that people participate in, in immersion programs? Es decir, ¿por qué es tan importante que estos profes de español estados que vengan aquí para participar en la aventura cultural? Why is it so important? Well, I guess it's, it's important because we can... It's an authentic and an immersion program. It's on a, uh, very good experience, and and, and uh, people can they must speak speak in Spanish. And if, if they have to take the bus, they have to have to get something for it. They they need to speak in Spanish, and it's very important because uh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> okay. Dime otra cosa. So, can you tell us a little bit about what you do and where you're at in your career and also about your family? Well, I'm studying tourism and I'm, I almost done, done the career. And I, I start to, I start to put on a business, an article. Mm -hmm. What's the name of your business? Um, Mexico Unico. And what's it about? We we sell artisanal mm -hmm. and and give tours for in Guadalajara, Zapopan, Tlaquepaque, and another and other cities around the around Guadalajara. Mm -hmm. And also we make coffee too. <laughs> okay, a little bit of everything. Mexico Unico, okay. Um, uh, so tell us about your family. What is your family like? Well, I have two brothers and, my, and I live with my mother. And with my brother, one of my brothers to the anthropology and another is, and the other is designer. And, and we, we like sports like basketball. We play, and we we go to the movies and Sundays, and we. Um, okay, okay. Now, so if you had to tell us about why is it 
so important to speak another language? Why is that important? Well, I, I think it's so important because now we live in a, we live in a lot of people. Global economy, global right? Global economy. Uh -huh. That we need need to speak in another language and know what the what the other people needs and give the best offer that we are we like we that we give service. Mm -hmm. We would have to speak in English and French and Germany. Okay. Okay, hombre, muy bien, eh? llevado todo en inglés. Okay. And otra cosa que quieres decirnos de una cosa? De un tema que, que bueno, cualquier cosa? En, en español, si quieren. Y... Bueno, es, es muy divertido trabajar con mucha gente. It, it's fun working with a lot of people here. Uh -huh. Sí, que, es, que, le, que tiene interés en nuestra cultura mexicana. And especially the people who really are interested in the Mexican culture. Sí, es, me gusta mucho en realidad dar, dar a conocer cómo es como, como piensa un mexicano. He really likes teaching people, and he's a teacher with our group, by the way. Aventura is a wonderful teacher, Christopher, and he likes to share his the teaching about Mexican culture to the, the American teachers. Uh -huh. It's very divertido. It's in reality very divertido trabajar y y y llevar y llevarlos a conocer a la gente lo que nosotros conocemos. And he likes to tell, share all that he, he knows and the people know, his friends know about Mexico and the people and, um, and what the uh, Mexican people like. Um, okay, Cristobal, gracias Christopher por estar con nosotros. Y uh, aquí tienes tu casa, eh? y puede, tal vez otro día que ya puedes volver. Maybe you can come back another day and be on our show via Skype, right? Thanks okay. Well, thank you for being on our show. Wonderful English, too. Okay? Good job, guy. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Mil gracias. Okay. Okay. We're back live from Mariano Otero Street, Starbucks Cafe, third, uh, Wednesday, June 29th. And uh, the show moves on. And we've got a couple of surprises, surprises for everybody uh, uh, from Guadalajara Live. Uh, lo que tenemos ahora es el grupo de profes que van a cantarles dos canciones mexicanas. La primera es Cielito Lindo. La segunda es De Colores, okay? Este grupo va a cantarles and they're dedicating this song to all the listeners out there. And the first one is Cielito Lindo. So now all the people have been on the show today. And here we go. We ready? Cielito Lindo. Marcela, ya yeah. en tres. Vamos a empezar, okay? Cielito lindo viene bajando, 
un par de ojitos negros y el hito lindo de contrabando. Todos. Ay, 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 canta y no llores, porque cantando se alegra si el hito lindo los corazones. Bravo, aplausos, muy bien. Y ahora, la segunda canción de nuestro grupo de cantantes de Hollywood. Así, the Hollywood singers here live from Guadalajara, 82 grados, 82 degrees. And we're rolling now. We are on a roll here. So, um, we are moving on. The segunda canción para nuestros queridos oyentes es... De colores. De colores. Ok. De colores se visten los campos en la primavera. De colores, de colores son los pajarillos que vienen de fuera. De colores, de colores es el arco iris que vemos lucir. Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. De colores, de colores radiantes y finos se viste la aurora. De colores, de colores son los mil reflejos que son la tesora. De colores, de colores se viste el diamante que vemos lucir. Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. ¡Bravo! Sigue la locura aquí en... No. Uh, the craziness here, we're having a good time here at Starbucks out here at Mariano Otero. People here probably think we are a little loony, but uh, they may be right. We may be more than a little loony. But anyway, here we are live... Uh, and uh, Lisa's over here. Lisa, Lisa is chatting live uh, with her boyfriend back in Indianapolis, and it just showed us her dog via her, her Apple computer, and uh, she's video chatting. Hmm? Con mi perrito. Y chateando con su perrito. Que habla español también a perrito. <laughs> no, no lo creo. Okay, moving on. Now, we have another surprise for you. It's un show de sorpresas. Eh? Siguen las sorpresas aquí. Uh, we have a couple of porras here we're going to listen to, right? And the first porra, and, uh, and by the way, a porra in Mexico is a cheer. And this is a cheer that's going out about our program, right? And um, we're going to let the, the Mexican teachers, American teachers tell you about our program via cheer. So that you'll get excited and come down here to, uh, next summer and be on our program in 2012. Um, this is our fifth program that we've done in Guadalajara, Mexico. We've had wonderful uh, success with it. And you can earn six hours of graduate credit in Spanish to the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. Okay, 
we are ready to go. Here is the first porra. Uh, Marcela's uh, directing the banda, dirigiendo la banda. Las chicas del coro y los chicos del coro también. Okay, here we go. Bravo, fabuloso. They just threw us out of Starbucks Cafe. No, they didn't. No nos han echado todavía. They're ready to. All right. Uh, moving along to the second porra. And uh, the second porra is uh, another chair about our program. And Marcela, are we ready? Sí. Ready. Una, dos, tres. Bravo. Okay, we want to thank, queremos agradecerles a este grupo de profesores por estar aquí con nosotros hoy en Guadalajara, México. Thanks all of, to all of you for being here and chatting with us at, at the Tom's World Language Cafe. And we hope that you'll listen to the program and you people here today. We will send you a link so you can listen to it. Uh, and it, it will be archived. It is on Twitter. It will be on Twitter so you can hear the program on Twitter. Uh, so it goes out to a lot of places. So uh, check out our program. you have a great time. Thank you to the University of Colorado and Colorado Springs, Marge Mystery and all the people, all the departments of Colorado Springs. For, and uh, if you'd like to listen to the show, it's radio.uccs.edu. Uh, radio.uccs.edu in español. So if you would like to listen to the show, you can check it out online, live, right? Our Twitter. So uh, we'll see the next show. The next show, Madame Fifi is going to be on. Uh, Sue Fenton, one of the great writers in, in French, United States, will be on the next show July 14th. Uh, and she's in South Carolina. So we'll talk to you then. Everybody have a great week. Uh, gracias por estar con nosotros. Okay, bye. We'll be in. Tanta corazón que mis ojos ya la vieron por aquí. 